the best Eagles basketball coverage. This is Creature Report. Welcome in, everybody, to the Screecher Report podcast. Elliot, this is episode 45. Name forty. Name a 45. Name a number 45. Yao Ming. Was he 45? I don't know. We, <laughs> that sounds we did the right. same thing last pod, I think. I don't, I don't remember players' numbers. I just, my best guess. 45. The GOAT. Oh, yeah. shit. Michael Jordan. 45. <laughs> Ryan Roquant. No, he's hit no, the he's five. Not. <laughs> <laughs> no, Michael Jordan came back as 43. No, he came back as 45. Because he played baseball as a 45. He switched to 45. He said in the last dance, I think it was, it was he changed the number because his dad had passed since then. And it's like he wanted to reinvent himself because his dad couldn't watch him play. Something like that. Um, but after like a really bad playoff game, he switched back to 23. Yeah, <laughs> kind of like LeBron when he kept six. Or yeah. no, is he still six? No, oh, he's 20, 20. Dude, I don't even know what number LeBron is right now. Well, he was six for all of Miami. Yeah. And then he came back to Cleveland as a six. I think. And Lakers, but I thought he changed Dude, it. I don't even care. LeBron changes his number too much. No, no, no. He is a six because, remember, he came back to 23, but Anthony Davis wanted to be 23. Yeah, that makes sense. So then he reverted back to six. Yeah, well, they should figure something out because they're both not doing well. Well, they're both not doing anything. Speaking of NBA, how fun are the Celtics and the Heat? Fun. I love Jimmy Butler. You know how much I love Jimmy Butler. And this Celtics team has been awesome since Isaiah Thomas. Like how scrappy they were then. And then, of course, it turns out, they don't pay him the money, and he wasn't probably wasn't worth that money. But Jason uh, Jason Tatum is a stud. I love Jalen Brown. He's one of my favorite. I love two way players. Marcus Smart thing. even he's grown on yeah, me a lot. Yeah, he's a two way player. Um, he's just he's just not his draft status. And my <clears throat> sweet Pritchard. Yeah, little. Uh, What's his first Peyton, name? Peyton pa- Richard. I Pascal. Believe. No, not Pascal. Peyton. There's a Pascal on on uh, Golden State. Oh. Um, but. Yeah, the Celtics are and the Heat have to be my favorite teams in the playoffs right now. I'm not a fan the, of either, like, you know, as a, you know, loyalty, but I, I these particular teams are just I'm a Jimmy Butler fan, like I said, but it's just Well, the uh fun. the little rivalry between the Heat and the Celtics when LeBron was on the Heat, playing it was always good. Yeah. And it's still good and like it's fun to see the Heat back and like a fresh team and just Oh, the Celtics the the uh original modern super team. Um, when Paul Pierce got Kevin Garnett and Ray Allen. Right. And I hated that team at the time because that was a really fun Bulls team at the time, pre-Derek Rose. That was uh, Kirk Heinrich and Ben Gordon and Luol Deng and maybe baby Taj Gibson. It was like Brad Miller was the center. Um, but the Heat would always also get in their way. Um, I actually want to say Rose was a part of that because the Shaq Heat – I don't know. I'm mixing my times up. But anyways, the Bulls always got bounced out of the playoffs, whether it was the Shaq and Wade Heat, uh, the super team in Boston, or the super team in Miami. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's fun. I hope it goes to Game 7. Yeah. Um, really it's, don't care who wins. Just want sucks to about it. Phoenix, though. Like Chris Paul. Like I don't know. 
he's such a good player. <laughs> just not destined for greatness. Yeah. But uh, anyway, little bit of FGCU news. Season tickets are available for purchase now. Uh, They've purchase- gone up by 46% due to inflation. Have they actually? No, I don't think so. Maybe to you. Uh, <laughs> they may have increased. I don't know. Yeah. But um, you should still buy them because we're going to have a cool schedule and we're going to go 32 and no. And uh, yeah, you already know how many games um, I know, uh, you know, coaching staffs put out, you know, videos encouraging people to, you know, re-sign up for season tickets or sign up for season tickets. If you didn't have them last year. And speaking of just that, like go watch Pat Chambers, video. I know you have Elliot, but like that dude is so like, I don't even know the word passionate is the only word I can think of. Like yeah. that, that dude is like, he's just, listen, here's, here's why you need to get tickets because we're going to be good because we got studs coming in. We got studs coming back. We got a great schedule. Buy it. Well, coach chambers never wakes up on the wrong side of the bed. No. His attitude is always yeah 100. That attitude mantra. If he woke up on the wrong side of the bed, what, what did he say in his introductory press conference? He would say, uh, he would say, am I going to complain about waking up on the wrong side of the bed? Or am I going to say, here, what can, I con- what can I control? Did he actually say that? Something along those, not about the bed. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> not about a bed, literally. See, was, I feel like if he wakes up on the wrong side of the bed, he just punches his bed and says, no bed. Well, he turns the bed around and says, yeah, this is the this side. is the right side of the right. bed. Control what you can control was his message in yes. the introductory press conference. I like it. Right. Uh, the things that you're out of, out of your control, you can't fret them. You got to figure out. Now, if you out, fall out of the bed... I don't know. Well, maybe if you fall out and you don't wake up, then you don't wake up on any. <laughs> Are you dead? <laughs> Not. I mean, you remain sleeping. <laughs> oh, like, like you hit your head and you just don't wake up. Anyway, uh, coaching staffs all set up. Um, there's been some movement on the women's side of things, I believe, um, with people getting like jobs elsewhere and stuff. You know, that Smesco coaching tree just painted all over the NCAA, but. And then uh, Pat Chambers' staff. This is going to get really confusing. There are two coaches with the last name of Griffin now. Uh, and I'm not going to lie. I don't know if they're related or not. We should probably know. Yeah. So, yeah, all of the scholarship players for the men's team are fulfilled. All of the coaching staff positions are fulfilled unless there's a secret change, like addition oh. or volunteer position that comes up. Um, so, yeah. Everything's set. The army is ready to deploy. Excited to see how it all comes together. Yes, sir. And just a little bit of a recap on that, and this is going to lead into a fun little exercise that I wanted to do with you, sir, Elliot. Uh, Demir Bishop, Blaze Vespi, Chase Johnston, Isaiah Thompson, uh, and Sam Onu. Uh, they've all been made official at this point. Um of course, if you missed our interviews with Chase Johnston, Isaiah Thompson, and Sam Onu, uh, check them out on the podcast. But anyways, um, all those five new guys, uh, in addition to a sixth new guy, newcomer uh, Josiah Shackelford, uh, originally committed to Coach Fly's staff, but recently uh, sort of reinforced his commitment to Coach Chambers and his staff. Uh, we got a chance to talk to him, and that interview will be at the end of this pod. But first... We're talking about the team. Uh, we know who's coming back. We know those guys, you know, Largy, Cato, etc. Um, we know what they can do. But then we have these six new guys that I just mentioned. Uh, based on projection, I want to do a little exercise with you. Uh, we obviously don't know how all these guys are going to fit. 
you know, what their roles are going to be. But let's each pick a starting five. We're going to do a little fantasy draft action. Are you going to put me in the spot first? Uh, we're going to we're gonna do rock, paper, scissors because visual stimuli is really entertaining on a podcast. Okay. I just uh, got to make sure you hear my sound effects. Uh, well, hold on. I got some rules. There's no injuries. For example, uh, Franco Miller getting banged up late in the season doesn't exist. He's at full strength. Uh, you can pick any type of starting five. Obviously, you know, you're not going to pick five like tiny, tiny guards, but, um, if you want to go big, heavy, if you want to go guard heavy, if you want to go defensive, whatever, any starting five, um, but we'll take turns and yeah, let's, let's gear up for this rock, paper, scissors one. It's no best out of three. It's just one. You ready? Rock, Rock, paper, paper, scissors, scissors, shoot. shoot. Everybody does scissors first. We both just did scissors. All right. Next time. Rock, Rock, paper, paper, scissors, shoot. shoot. Welp. (laughs) We both did scissors again. (laughs) Anyway. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. We did scissors three times I was going to do paper, and then I was like, you're going to do paper. And then I was going to do rock, and then I was like, no, he's going to do rock. Okay. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Motherfucker. (laughs) We did rock. Uh, Rock, Rock, paper, paper, scissors, scissors, shoot. shoot. Yes. All right. Elliot gets paper. That beats rock because it wraps it up. Um, so yeah, you get to pick first. Starting five, your first position out of the thirteen scholarship players. Wait a minute. Am I picking first and you get the leftovers, or am I? I'm you just... pick first. I pick next. Oh, your player is no okay. longer there. Okay. Interesting. 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 Okay. Elliot's first pick. With the first pick in the Screech Report twenty two twenty three draft. Elliot Cressy selects Sam Onu. Ooh, the unproven big boy. I just tried to swipe text Sam Onu in my notes, and it wrote, damn. Damn, Onu. Um, With my first pick, I'm going to go polar opposite and get the true point guard, Isaiah Thompson. Nice. With my second pick, I... I'm going to pick Chase Johnston. Ooh. Hmm. I don't even know if I was going to pick him, but you picking him made me want him. Um, no, I'm going with that man, Cyrus Largy. My second pick. That's nice. That's now, nice. we don't have to pick in any particular order. Chase Johnston, your two guard or, or what? Do you know yet? Uh, Not yet. Okay. Yeah, I'm not quite sure yet either. Um, Man. With my third pick... I'm going to pick Caleb Caddo. Mm. Guy who can man the point, can also play off ball. That's solid. Um, hmm. My third pick, I'm picking Demir Bishop. Uh, I don't know if he's going to be a two or a three for me yet. But, yeah, I think coming from Xavier and St. Joseph's, he can do a lot of things. This is tough right here. Um. Mm. Yeah, this is where it gets tough. Actually, I know exactly who I'm picking next. I kind of regret not picking them before. Man. My fourth pick is going to be Austin Ritchie. Damn it. Oh, I wish I picked him before. He was, I kind of, oh. uh, I kind of was blinded. I didn't see him. Yeah, same. And then, and then I remembered him. Dang it. Hmm. Welp, I am going to have to pick. 
Andre Weir is my five. A little bit unproven there, but I need I need some size to match up with your uh, with your Sam Onu. For my fifth player, I'm gonna go with Dakota Rivers. Oh, dang, dude, you keep taking my pick. If only I had chosen a different rock, paper, or scissor. Um, Was that your five? No, no I need one, one more. more. So I got my pick of the litter. So who is left? Uh, Josiah Shackelford. Oh, he would have been a good pick too. Could Still go, is. Could go big. Uh, Zach Anderson, Franco Miller, Blaze Vespi. I need a four. You know what? Zach Anderson. Nice. So let's. I'll run through my list yeah. and position. Sort them, yeah. At the one on my list, I'm going to utilize Caleb Caddo as a veteran slash high IQ distributor, score or whatever utility man. At my two, I'm going to utilize Chase Johnston as a pure shooter. My three is going to be Austin Ritchie as another really good shooter and just Dang. kind of bigger body. You got size. My four is going to be Dakota Rivers, and my five will be Sam Onu. You got size, shooting. Because Rivers shoots threes. Yeah. Richie shoots threes. Johnson, Johnson shoots Cato. hella threes. Cato shoots threes. Probably the only one is Onu that doesn't really Onu, shoot. Onu, oh, he can shoot a three like nobody's business. And I got no, little that's, size, that's a big, little a bit of joke. blocking. A lot of blocking. Dang, dude. You, yeah, you managed to get size and like offensive firepower. The only thing I'm concerned about is distribution. Yeah, he's not a cat is not the true point Just guard. All the guys aren't like I'm not gonna say like they're not good at assisting, right. but not true as you know, assist I mean, heavy. The thing with you though is like, you know, Cato doesn't have the like, you know, elite speed or anything like that, but he's so good on the defensive end that he can guard somebody with damn near elite speed. Mm-hmm. So, because <clears throat> I was going to say, you know, I might get you on a little bit of that like guard athleticism. Um, now, we haven't seen Isaiah Thompson play much, but, you know, he's slated to be the point guard, so I am glad I got that. You get I mean, the... He's played in 96 Big Ten Exactly. Games. You you get the, the big-ass five, so I get the <laughs> I get the true point guard. It was kind of the... You know, my thinking there, and we know he can he can score, um, he can shoot threes. Demir Bishop again, him and Largy seem like to be decent comps actually of each other, um, based on what I've seen. Guys who can kind of do everything. Largy's a little shorter at six three. Uh, Bishop, I believe, six five, but I do have Bishop at my two, um, because just because I've seen how uh, Largy can play really well up, you know, as a three or a four even at times, so. Largely at my three, you know, being that sl- both of them kind of slashers, shooters when they need to be. Uh, Zach Anderson at my four. Again, we've seen him lock down on defense. We've seen him look really athletic. We've seen him get hot from behind the arc. And then, of course, I needed that big body down low to try and neutralize in some way your uh, Sam Onu. So Andre Weir down low at the five. Um, another year under his belt. You know, more offensive development. We've seen he can be pretty quick down there for a big guy. Um, so hopefully some offensive production there. And, yeah. So, yeah, you're you're faster. Um, probably a little more agile. A little more, uh, I'm saying all the same things three times, pep. But uh, <laughs> Fast, agile, and pep. You also have a little more of unknown mm-hmm. to us. But this just goes to show you, 
I picked a starting five that's pretty good. You picked a starting five that's pretty good. Plus, we got guys that are mm-hmm. left over. Yeah, this that guy, are, the guys that we didn't pick. You know how much experience like Franco Miller has at this point? You could have slid him in as your point guard, and it wouldn't have been a weird decision, you know? You know, I know you said no injuries, but it still affected my decision. <laughs> he did it? <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. And, of course, you know, no slight to Blaze Vespi. We just haven't seen him, and yeah. he's a true freshman. So there's not much to go on there at all. Um, and Shackelford. Shaq. Yeah, exactly. Shackelford. Uh, I only really like picked. Well, I don't want to say I only picked Weir because he's there's you know plenty of redeeming qualities about him, but um, we've seen him play. Haven't seen Shackelford play, um, and like I, as far as you picking Sam Onu, like I needed your guys six eleven two seventy or something. I needed a six ten two sixty or fifty or whatever Weir is at this point. I'm like, <laughs> I don't know. You know, who knows how much, uh, you know, Shaq weighs at this point. But, yeah, that was a fun exercise. Um, I think we're going to be doing something similar probably in the off season when we got less to talk about. But, anyway, um, like we said earlier on in the episode, uh, we got an interview with Josiah Shackelford. And, you know, we get to know him a little bit, talk about his experience, you know, coming to the team and you know getting to meet some of his new teammates stuff like that so here's that interview thank you guys for tuning in wings up go eagles let's go we want to welcome to the pod uh, josiah shackelford from brunswick community college in bolivia north carolina Uh, how's it going man it's going good so you're you're from North Carolina and have some family history uh, in North Carolina with NC State and the NBA with your late uncle Charles, which is actually my real name too. <laughs> um, and uh, sorry for your loss. I know he passed away uh, a, a while back, but is that where your love for basketball started or is that how your inspiration maybe started when you were young? Uh, yeah, my, my inspiration really started with um, my mom. She played high school and college basketball. She didn't get a chance to play college basketball because she had got pregnant with me. But um, I, that that carried a little weight on it, too, because I feel like um, he inspired me a little bit, too, plus my mom, because I wanted to feel a dream that she could have had if she wasn't pregnant with me. For real, that's cool that that runs in your family and she got to play and inspire you to do that. Um I believe you were the first recruit to commit under Coach Fly during the early part of the uh, 21-22 season. Mm-hmm. And I know things were different at the time before FGCU decided to part ways with Coach Fly and you know bring in a new coaching staff. And a lot of times players want to come to the certain school because the coach specifically recruited that player. But uh, what initially drew you to FGCU and what has uh, made you decide to stay? Uh, so basically Fly was um, – what really got me here, Fly was just – in my practice every day, showing a mad love for my family, going to go along all the way to Greenville to go see them. And then Coach Fur had went to go sit down with my granddad, and then he flew us out for a visit, and I was all really set in stone because I feel like they really loved my gameplay and had a game plan for my for my future. And then once they got fought, once they had got let go, uh, Coach Pat Chambers had came to the trip um, to Brunswick and talked to my head coach and me, and he talked to my granddad on the phone about first plans with staying and stuff like that, how I, can, how I can contribute to the team and help and what my role will be coming into the team. And just he just really was – he was emphasizing on me staying, so I trust him, trust the whole coaching staff. That's awesome to hear. Yes, sir. 
Yeah, we're definitely excited to have you in Southwest Florida and, you know, in the green and blue. Um, are you in the area yet? Are you still in that process of figuring it out? I know school just kind of ended for the semester just a couple weeks back. Um, so are, are you uh, are you here yet? I'm already down here. Two, I've been doing two a day since Sunday. I love it. Um, have you? So you've met your teammates, obviously. Uh, anything you like in the area so far? Any any hobbies you got? Nah, not really. Just wake up. Um, wake up, go to class. And after that, uh, me and my roommate get like a little workout in. And then we go back to... Um, Go back, come back to the apartments, and then I get another workout at eight. It was just set in stone right there. Cool. Have you made any connections with any of your teammates or anything like that yet? Yeah, me and um, Dimer Bishop, really close, and um, Sam. He's he's my roommate too, so we all trying to bond. Awesome, nice. A uh, few new guys coming in together It's never a bad idea to kind of learn things out together. Um, so. You know, you're listed at uh, 6'8", 200 plus, something like that. Are those measurables still accurate for you? Is that where you want to be? Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm 6'9", 250 right now. I'm trying to I'm trying to be like 230 right now. I'm cutting weight fast because I've been going two a day. And I'm eating, eating healthy. So I'm like, I'm like 249 right now. Just, just cut it down okay. a little bit. And um, so, you know, talking about last year, coming from JUCO, uh, listed as a center, about 18 points a game, about 10 rebounds a game, an insane 69% from the field. It's like seventh in the country or something crazy. Um, is that the position you, you feel like you play, um, you know, coming up to D1, uh, being a center? Um, and I guess, how do you think your skills and, you know, being so dominant in Juca are going to translate? Yeah, my skill set is like, was way different. Like, I was already putting the ball on the floor. I was already making 15-footers. I was already shooting it, and then they they uh, they basically broke my game down when I got there to be like a shot blocker, uh, right right over, left over hooks, um, just keeping my game very simple. So now I feel like I'm very versatile. So now that I'm here, I can really show what I really can do as far as spacing the floor, as far as shooting the open jumper, as far as making the extra pass. Instead of having that load as I'm just a center and I'm just here for I'm just here for blocking shots at night, which I'm I'm good at that too, but I'm also very versatile on the floor. Awesome, yeah, we can't wait to see y'all in practice, and uh, you know, can't wait for the season to start. It's a ways away, but um, way too early preseason predictions we've seen kind of rumble across social media and the internet has picked FGCU to win the A Sun, and we've got to say we like how we look right now on paper. Um, how are you feeling about the new teammates at this point and uh, kind of what everyone brings to the table, what you bring to the table on and off the court? How does that all seem to be meshing? Um, I feel like we're going we're gonna to be very good. We just got to – everybody got to get here in the late June and we got to get that bond out. How me and my roommates are now, I, we might, I might not have that close bond with them until once they get here. But um, I'm going to be reaching out to them on social media trying to get keep connections with them. But um, – on the court, though, I feel like I can bring. I'm I'm very competitive, and I love getting under people's skin. I love trash talking. Like I'm that I'm that like I'm that go guy. Like when somebody wanted to say something smart, I'm I'm just there to help them out. And off the court, I'm a cool guy, funny guy, just uh, charismatic. Like I just love laughing, joking, eating, and having fun. Hey, we love the energy. We love the hype. It sounds like you might get along well with Austin Richie. Yes, sir. Oh yeah. I, Austin Richie, I met him. Hey, hey Rich, we've been working out. Yeah. He's been working out with us too, yeah. 
That dude's fiery, no joke. He can get a whole arena going with one of his threes or just one of his, you know, screams, whatever, whatever it may be. Yeah, we've been playing ones and stuff. I've been seeing it. He's been, he been catching up. <laughs> hey, well, we appreciate you coming on, man. We want to link up later in, uh, towards the season start, but anything else you want to kind of say going into the offseason, training, any preseason, anything, any comments? Just be ready, man. I'm just ready, man. I'm just ready to work, man. Show everybody what I got. I'm a Juco guy, so I know that's kind of that's kind of iffy for some people. But I feel like I'm really – I was supposed to be really D1 out of high school, but I didn't really read the grade requirements and stuff, so I had to go Juco. But I'm really just here to put on a show, man. Hell, yeah, you're here for a reason. We can't wait to see you on the team. Yes, sir. Thanks. We'll talk to you soon. Yeah, thank you, All man. Right, good talking talk to you. Oh, shit.